0: What's up, Reality arts fam? It's Nate. I just want to thank every single one of you guys. Uh, this is number 100. Holy crap, man! This is a this is a big one for us. Uh, big milestone to pass, you know, for a podcast. We reached 100 episodes. Um, it's with Pete Quinones, um, big hero of mine. Uh, one of the guys who was very influential with me uh with my philosophy when i was like coming up you know in libertarianism and anarchy and all that good stuff so i really hope you really enjoy this one this one was awesome um i got to ask him some fun questions that he normally doesn't get asked you know about conspiracy theories and the like uh also another big milestone dude we just passed 40,000 downloads Uh, I didn't take the screenshot in time, so it says, like, 40.1, because I'm stupid. Um, But we passed 40,000 downloads, which is, like, I know that's tiny compared to, like, some of the giant podcasts out there. Uh, But it's huge for us, because, like, man, I didn't think we, you know, how many people were even going to listen to us. So thank you guys. You guys are awesome. I love to hear from you guys. Um, Always send us an email. Always send us some DMs. Like, I love reading them when I get them. Uh, yeah, so realityzars at gmail.com hit us up, tell us what you think even if you think we're stupid, we still love you guys alright, thank you so much enjoy this episode, peace welcome everybody this is the reality ours podcast and i'm your only host today nate i don't know what the hell tony's up to uh thank you so much pete uh i got the great no pete quinona is here dude uh so i'm gonna call this i don't know how many episodes i'm at actually right now but i'm gonna call this my number 100 and drop it down in the 100 slot so thank you brother for being here and uh uh, do you want to tell my audience that is not familiar with you? Because I've got a lot of crazy tinfoil hat wearing uh, family out here. Uh, they should be familiar with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where we can
1: find you. Well, sure. I, I gained a lot of popularity being a, um, a libertarian anarcho-capitalist. And then when COVID came around, I was like, hmm, shouldn't people be asking the libertarians like for, hey, what should we do now? No, they were actually making fun of the libertarians. And, you know, that was one part of it. But it just I saw the kind of control that they had, that they were engineering this. They were socially engineering this. And I went through my libertarian checklist and I'm like, oh, hmm, we don't seem to have an answer for social engineers. So I was like, mm, you know, there, there are still things about libertarianism that I like. But as a overarching ideology, I was like, it can't defeat you know, it's it's not going to defeat these frigging people. So um, I started looking into um, elite theory. I started looking into um, dissident right politics, and that's where I figured out where – I figured out exactly how government was being structured and it, exactly who was – not exactly who was in charge, but who's in charge. I don't have names, but I know I, I know how it's being run. And as soon as we I know saw who's that – yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> as soon as
1: I as soon as I figured that out, it was like, "Well, this libertarianism it it feels good." You're you, you can say I'm right all the time. But you're really not. You're you know, I'm the you most say, consistent motherfucker. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's important to a lot of people. It is, um, yeah. But it's the people in power. It's not important to the people in power. And no, it's not. If, if the people in power, if if they're in charge, and they've got you know, they're doing God knows what, then, you know, you got to figure out a way to at least defeat this or at least come up with a way to mitigate what the problem is. And I can still use some of the, um, some things that I learned with libertarianism and stuff, but when it comes right down to it as a huge ideology, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work in the real world. So, um, i'm at the point where i i I know that it's a bunch you know it's elites that run things um that there are different levels of elites and really the only way to get any change as far as i know is you have to raise up your own elites basically if you want liberty in this lifetime your friends have to be in charge and that's that's like my whole thing now is hey if if you want liberty your friends have to be in charge because Look at the way the left acts online. Look at the way these idiots act on Twitter. They get away with saying the most outrageous stuff. Why do they do that? Because their friends are in charge. Yep. Get your friends in yep. charge. If you get your friends in friends charge. They're useful fucking idiots,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're knowingly or unknowingly. They are working for the fucking elites. And they're doing their bidding. And they're keeping the power structures in control. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what a lot of libertarians are doing, too whether they know it or not know it. Like they're distracting all us like fucking autists. We need to be weaponized as autists out here. We need to be actually working towards something. And meanwhile, we're distracted
1: with like fat trans sex work and all kinds of, I mean, if you have somebody telling (laughs) you, if you have, if you have somebody who's running for governor of Georgia, telling you that power is immoral and it must be destroyed. You know that that person, first of all, is not living in reality. And second of all, doesn't know the only way that change is made is by people taking power and changing it. But That's here's the cool thing. Stuff. It's
0: like, even if it is immoral, I don't know, dude, we're going to have to get in the fucking mud to wrestle with these pigs. Like there's like, okay, so it's immoral. All right. So you're pointing a gun at me and maybe me shooting you is immoral because I, I I'd be taking a life, but I'm going to shoot you if I want to live.
1: But if you want to right, hear more, like of my, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you want to hear, if you want to hear more of my ramblings about the, um, you know, about what I've been talking about, that little overview there, um, the Picanino Show and yes, um, dot com. It's um, I mostly write about the culture wars, write about you know what the trannies are doing, what the just these complete absolute monsters are doing. So. Fun, man, fuck yeah! <laughs> well, I've been following your work for
0: years, man. Like way back when I was a fucking libertarian, and so were you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dude, I, I loved it, man. And then you uh, turn into sort of a fucking agorist, and I'm still there. And now you are a right wing shitlord, and I love it. And uh, and I fucking I appreciate you. And I think that you're right about 99.999% of things, dude. And I really appreciate where you at, what you're doing, and yeah, Thanks. man. Thank you for I being here. It. I think, thank you. I appreciate it. So I just want to fucking pick your brain and just have fun. This is going to be number 100. And so, uh, yeah, let's just have a good time. I want to know, like, so have you put any thought into like, what's the nature of this fucking reality? What, what are we in, man? Do you think that this is a fucking simulation at all? Like this is almost like the people that they put in charge here are, it's a fucking joke. It's, it feels like a TV show. It feels like idiocracy. Like, Could someone actually be doing this? Like, is there anyone smart enough? Do you think an AI is running the world and like making it like making a fucking sitcom? Is this a simulation? Do you have any thoughts on all the kooky shit?
1: You know, let's get weird. Yeah, (laughs) I I think that. Well, let's start. Let's start with religion. I think that most religions point to the fact that the world is corrupt, and you know, it's not going to (laughs) get something catastrophic or catastrophic in a positive way is uh, gonna have to happen for it to get better um, i mean i'm every once in a while you know i'll pull out of my driveway and i'll look up and i'll be like we're we're told that we're on a rock hurtling through space at seventeen thousand miles an hour and that it all happened by accident and yeah. that to me is like you know, my logical brain is just like, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense, you know. And then they, um, you know, I, I, one thing that I, I loved about, um, I, I'm not one of those people who hates flat earthers. Um, I actually really enjoy watching a lot of what they have to say. And one of them, like, put up, I forget who it was, it was like a million dollars for somebody to get a picture of a boat upside down in, in uh, Australia's harbor, in, like, Sydney Harbor. Because, you know, it's yeah. like if you're if you're on a, if you're in space, you should be able probably to my
0: homie. I've had him on. It was probably David Weiss. Yeah, maybe. it's
1: a, no, I don't yeah. remember. But yeah, he's only like, putting up bitcoins. If you can prove shit like he'll give yeah, you yeah. like three fucking. Yeah. So I was like, you know, but th- then again, you know, I think about what they tell us about space. OK, so. What we know about space is they take off from Houston or they take off from Florida and they go straight up and they're in this orbit okay so if you were at the south pole and you took off and you went straight down what's there like in space if you take off straight down what do you is there is there are you going to hit a universe it seems Mm -hmm. like what they're describing is that space is this flat plane yes so what happens if you go down what happens if you go straight up you know These are the questions that people don't really think about. And, um, you know, I mean, I have a lot of questions about the nature of space, what happens out there. I have a lot of questions about the moon landing, because, I mean, that just seems like it seems ridiculous. I mean, it's like it's like, oh, you have like a hundred and a hundred thousand times the computing power in your phone right now than they did to make it to the moon. And they can't go back to the moon because they lost. They lost (laughs) I don't know, there's we lost there's it. Don't worry.
0: Back. We recorded over the tapes, but like yeah. Seinfeld was there, we had to catch the reruns. And yeah, yeah it's it's some goofy shit, dude. The most yeah, that, important thing that ever happened to mankind ever. They just mm-hmm. recorded over the tapes and then lost the technology. So
1: yeah, that um, you know, it's not the greatest documentary in the world. I mean, as far as quality made, but it's on YouTube. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. It's just you you watch it. And it's just like I mean, all right, well. Unless you're one of these people, you know, it, it, it never amazes me. It, it really amazes me how some people are so bought into some ideas, like the idea that man stood on the moon. They're so bought into that, that if you question it, they get mad. I mean, like they it's get, the you, boomer
0: they, generation, dog. They watched it when they were
1: kids. This From has
0: still has something to do with yeah, exactly. This has something to do with like the Cold War, you know, and them like having their ultimate enemy the Russians, and we did it first. We were able to beat
1: them. Yeah, like yeah. it was. Somebody shared it was in absolutely our absolutely
0: um, ridiculous dude.
1: Somebody shared in our private chat the other day the um a video of somebody showing like these that. The the Challenger did not did not crash, and that the astronauts are still alive. I know you've seen that, right? No, you've never seen. Are they're still guy? out there. No, <laughs> and, and, and they're going by their and they're and and they're. Oh they're, yes, yes, a hundred percent, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, that shit is so. Yeah, they were crisis actors. They were the first
0: ones. That was convincing as
1: fuck. So here's the thing. So they put this video. Um, we we shared this video in our group, and we're like all right, well, let's go to Snopes and uh, and let's go to the mainstream and see what they say. They never, it's like, they really don't have an explanation. They don't even mention that like, oh, when they're showing these people who are alive now, they're using like CGI or they're using some kind of special effects to make them older. No, it's just like, no, you're stupid. It's just like, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on a second. I mean, this person's name is Krista McCullough. You know, it's like I mean, what what's going
0: on here? You know? Two of the guys just happen to have identical twins, and they're
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you, know, you know. So I'm not. I'm you know. All I'm saying is that that is some weird stuff, and it's weird that. When the mainstream, especially the gatekeeper that Snope is, Snopes is, they don't at least come up with something that, I mean, if I was going to lie about it, I would come up with a really good plausible thing that would fool, that any boomer would go, oh yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, sure, of course, yeah, that's exactly, that That explains this, that explains how they have the same name and the same face and probably the same DNA, you know. <laughs>
0: it's so funny dude like sometimes I get lost in those things and I'm like is this put out as a distraction like a snope's out there just to do the slam dunk like fact check false you know but then they don't actually address the issue they just will take like one funny aspect don't. of it and be like actually her name is some Cindy lopper so yeah. you fact check false you know and they don't yeah, address the argument at all yeah whatever it'll it is be like
1: somebody you'll say like um they'll somebody will say like um you know, all the people in that car died and died in this way. And they'll be like, Snopes will be like, well, no, one person survived. So it's false. Yeah. So, and they don't address like the what the cause of death that this person is like bringing up, you know, and it's just like, OK, I mean, they. I'm, it's gotten to the point where they just really believe that everybody out here is retarded and pretty much everybody
0: is retarded. They are fucking retarded, dude. That's for your fat idiot like sister that you're trying to convince about something. And she's never actually read an article. She just watched MSNBC. And then you try to fucking tell her about something. And then she can pull up the Snopes, Snopes article, not actually read it, and just say, it says it's false. Like, I mean, it's okay, Snope, bitch.
1: <laughs> Snopes is just the. I mean, Snopes is. I love telling people, oh, Snopes, right? You mean, you mean. You mean the guy who embezzled all this money, his hooker, his hooker wife, and the cat? So that's Snopes. It was like, I mean, and I know that that doesn't mean that they can't do good work, but still, you know, if if it was me, you know, and I had something in my background like that, that would be brought up all the time. If I was a fact checker, you know, if I was a fact checker for the right on the you know on the right side, I mean, think about you know people um, debunkers and people people like um, Alex Jones. You know, it's like Alex Jones is. Write a lot. Yes, I like like Alex
0: Jones a lot. But goddamn, can you think of a more useful fucking person to like be a disinfo agent to just like either putting something out false or address real things and make it look nuts? Yeah, you know, and it's unfortunate.
1: And even if he was at this point, even if he became like a straight journalist, he's like, okay, this is why this is. Here are the documents. Here's all the evidence. They would just be like Sandy Hook. Yeah. And, and I'd be, be like, like, yes, Sandy Hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let me, let, let me, um, you want to talk about Sandy Hook? Sure. Okay. So um, I live in Alabama now, but I used to live in Georgia and it, they don't have it in Alabama, but in Georgia, there's this really active gun trading site called Outdoor Trader. And I mean, there's like, there's tens of thousands of people on there at any given time looking to trade guns, but also just shooting the shit and everything. And I got to know this one guy on there and we started hanging out and everything. And um, he was, he was military and now he was a contractor and his job in the military was to go to like terror sites of terrorist acts and figure out what happened and put it together. And so when he got back, he went into civilian life. Well, He was part of the team that went and investigated Sandy Hook and he wrote his wrote his report and said, yep, happened exactly how the local police and the FBI said until he came back home. And he's like, there's no way that happened like that. He's like, there's no way that happened like that. He goes, I, I walked that whole thing and every, I walked that whole building. This is before they tore the building down, of course, yeah. because, you know, they tore the build. they always tear the building down after something happens. And he's like, no way, no way. But I got to put it, I got to put it in my report or else I'm going to end up, you know, with a single gunshot wound in my car, you know, by, you know, by suicide, you know? So, you know, that was, that was interesting. Um, Two in the I back of the head. Suicide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, through yeah. <laughs> yeah, the back of the head, suicide. But yeah, so that was um something interesting because Sandy Hook just smelled smelled bad from the start. Um, Boston Marathon bombing was absolutely the worst. It was absolutely the worst. Yeah. It, was, it was there was stuff coming out so quickly about that it was just like that contradicts the story. It's like you know, why is one of these guys why is one of these guys' uncles married into a CIA family? it's like, what the hell going? going you know, on? Always. Dude. There seem to be some ties here. And it's oh, it's, yeah, it's it's really, really weird. You know, and then you when you read like um, Trevor Aronson's book, The Terror Factory, and you see that like 95 percent of the terror attacks that have been prevented um, in the U, in the U.S. since uh, since 2001 were actually manufactured by the FBI. You know, you're just like, okay, you know, it's like, how did that happen? So, um, yeah, how does that work? And then, you know, you could just, if, if you take that as a fact, then you just have to look at everything. And then, you know, as my friend Rachel Tobias says, goes, just the fact that we know for a fact it is indisputable because you can see the ads that crisis actors exist, you should be questioning everything. Yeah. Everything. If a crisis, if you know that crisis actors exist, then question everything. Like, remember the the black guy who went into the the train earlier this year in New York and shot it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. uh, I forget who did it. Someone did an Odyssey, not an Odyssey, um, a bit shoot video on it and just showing like the person you saw the person squirting blood on the floor. You saw this woman this woman who like made it into who they eventually they show her being loaded into an ambulance as a victim she's walking down around on the um uh, on the okay. the platform then you see like he actually shows he's like look th- there's the director he's telling people where to walk and what to do and everything like that and that was the most i think that was the most blatant thing that i've ever seen a uh, clearly blatant thing that i've ever seen and most people don't even know that that, that video has been torn apart. And now, was that captured by somebody's cell phone? Because I thought that they had said that, yeah. like, the
0: actual cameras were busted. And no, like, they always the do they that, had that had shit. Had was that security? An, it was a security camera in the, in mm-hmm. the uh, train station. Yeah. Yep. Dude, because so many times we just have to be like, well, I know we have security cameras. And this is, like, the most filmed area ever. But uh, all the cameras just happened to be broke right then and there. So, Je- well, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein's cell. <laughs> Yeah, Jeffrey (laughs) seen cell. Yeah, I mean, I want to see more footage of, like, homie up in uh, Las Vegas, like, any of that shit. It's just so fucking sketchy, dude.
1: And, like, how how did that, how did the American public allow that to disappear?
0: Because they're fucking stupid. Back to everyone being retards and them only thinking things are relevant if the news is fucking talking about it. So all they had to do was talk about it for a minute. They said they covered it. And then they stop talking about it. And then it just literally it's on to the next thing. I don't like, I don't remember that time, but I'm sure something else big happened over here to distract everybody. Probably something with Donald Trump. Donald Trump did this. And then they just shift like people's attention. And they're too fucking stupid.
1: Everyone has ADHD, including me. But like, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody on Twitter who makes videos, makes like two minute and 20 second videos, um, showed that like the Las Vegas shooting survivors the ones who were like what came forward as witnesses, like how many of them have died in car accidents?
0: No shit.
1: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude. It's so interesting because like, if you
0: listen to the guys, like the guys down there on the ground, they were like, listening. And they are like, no way that that's this kind of gun. Like they were like ex military dudes. They're a bunch of shit kickers. Right. They were like, that's yeah. this type oh, of fucking oh, gun. Oh,
1: oh, I've shot. I, look, I, look, I've shot a saw. And that yeah. and like, I heard a saw. Come on. It was. They're saying yeah. that that, I, I, and I've used a bump stock before. Bump stock does not have that rate of fire, and not for that long. I mean, yeah. Was, how much he, fucking yeah, ammo
0: can one fed. goofball inside of his, like one drunk hooker fucker, that's like sitting there? We broke his window, and he's just sitting there. He killed how many people? Like yeah. that guy's legit as fuck. He's was, like any,
1: anyone who's listened to the rate of fire knows that it was belt fed. Yeah, it was not. It was not using magazines. He had belts, and it was, it, well, what? I mean, you can set you can set up an AR, to, for belt fed, but that's kind of, it's kind of easier just to get a saw, you know. So, I, I don't know that that one right from the start. I mean, it was like the like the day after. It was like, nope, uh, nope. This yeah, dude. Really. How
0: many fucking? How many of those people like? I I am assuming he that gentleman they picked probably had nothing fucking to do with it. He just happened to be there at the wrong fucking time, and they said this guy, or he was a fucking fed.
1: And yeah, I think, and I think he was a fed. Yeah, I think he was a con- I think he was a contractor of some sort. I think he was a middleman. Yeah, I mean, he, he just there's no reason that he. So they talked about how much money he had. And they said he made it all from gambling. Okay, I mean, maybe possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. But yeah. It sounds more like somebody was, you know, the CIA money printer was, you know, he was a, a recipient of CIA money printing of some sort like that. You know. So yeah, that is that one and Boston. Yeah, the, the marathon bombing. Those are those two are just like, come on. It's just, uh, uh, these videos have disappeared from the internet, but the day after the Boston marathon bombing, there were, um, so this uh, one, will. we're on YouTube currently. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've rock so I don't give a shit. We can burn the channel. (laughs) So the, um, so, you know, anyone who's ever been to a city marathon knows that people stand and sit on the side, uh, on the sidewalk and they watch. So like, I saw a video that allegedly was like a quarter mile from the finish line and you hear the person who took this video was across the street and looking at people who were just sitting there and there was a guy standing behind them and all of a sudden you hear boom boom and this guy unfurls like a carpet or a tarp and just goes like this and you just see dust go all over the people. And it's just like, well, okay, so what? Fuck. And that disappeared, man. I wish I would have. Yeah, I probably had YouTube downloader on Firefox at that time, and I should have. I should say, but that one is you can't find that one at all. You can't. You can't find yeah. any of the videos from Boston Mar- from the Boston bar- the Boston. Do bar- you
0: bar- fuck bar. around on Telegram? I'm
1: sure you can find that. Oh shit. yeah, yeah. I'm sure you. Yeah. I'm sure, but it's like there's so many channels on Telegram. Damn it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get on Telegram. I, I don't know if you, if you. If you're like this, but I'll go on Telegram to find one thing, I'll see something else, and then that thing just takes me down a rabbit trail, and I forget about what I came there for. I do that. Yeah, all dude, the there's time. so much, dude. Yeah. There's so much. There's fantastic things. I have audiobooks, things that are- like the, the channels that have all the audio books. Oh all the audio
0: books all the pdf books all the manuals to things that you're not supposed to have all the fun yeah there's fantastic things on telegram i love it the prepper's guide like the prepper uh, survivalist stuff like dude there's so yeah. many like just perfect shit like how to fucking turn squirrels into moccasins and shit <laughs> goofy shit that are just fantastic yeah, man, that was a fucking weird one, dude. And then the Tsarnaev brothers were, like, goofballs. And they, I didn't understand their fucking motivation. They, like, they went back to the homeland and got, like, radicalized for a minute. And they came back and they're like, I know, I'm going to blow up a bunch of joggers. And then they fucking do that. And then, like, one one is dead. And then, like, one is, like, he was, like, hiding in a boat. And then it, it was fucking weird. And then somebody said they all got killed. and But then they took this guy... And we've never seen him again, so we have no idea if he's dead, where he's at, like and you they can just disappear, people. Of course. You'll never you'll never fucking get an interview with him. He's never allowed to talk to anybody for the rest of his life. Like like I don't know, Glene Maxwell might be dead, or she might be like flicking bean, like eating a kid right now, like in Tel Aviv or something. I have no idea. We never saw her again. Like
1: Well the the one thing that people don't remember about The Boston Marathon bombing, and I think it's probably even more important than the bombing itself and the Sarnaya brothers and everything. Is the martial law in the city? They went from the there were Humvees in Boston going from house to house, taking guns, taking, I mean, basically just going through people's houses. Did you get your shit back? Do people get their shit back after that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because you know it's like you want to think, okay, this is about the Boston Marathon bombing, but what if it was really about the martial law? What if it was just an excuse to see how a big, you know, a big New England northern, you know, city would handle that, and yeah. you know, just put a little scare in them, like, oh, I don't... gee, like twenty twenty, what the Boston happened? Boston strong twenty twenty what happened in 2020 you put a little scare in people and it was just a little scare and people were willing to destroy their lives and destroy their fortunes destroy their savings because they were scared did you see the the thing that i posted um i think i posted it on twitter i retweeted somebody i posted it myself on facebook it was this woman who had posted i don't care if you i don't care what you say the vaccine should be mandated for everybody or something should be done to you. And then it right was this
0: side by side to the monkeypox where
1: she was like no, it was side okay. by side to the GoFundMe where she died in her sleep. <clears throat> Ouch. <laughs> I, I didn't take that thing. I think I, I'm actually I think I'm getting sick now. I mean I thankfully I have those um you remember those things that that Trump talked about in the beginning and they, um, these little tablets and they automatically like started um, demonizing them and saying, no, those things don't work. Well, I've had those things that you can still get from India right now. You can right, buy right, as right. much as you want. And <laughs> right. so when I, I got it last year in July and it kicked my ass for three weeks. I'm pretty sure I had Delta and I had a ton of symptoms. Well, I think I got it again in October when I went to New York and I got back and but this time I had the stuff. And I immediately started taking it in two days I was I was over it. I mean I was just awesome. it was two days two days of a sore throat. Um I legitimately
0: I, you can say whatever you want on here. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You can tell um, we can, and the, yeah, was, I mean I legitimately well, did I, like I lost yeah. my fucking sense of smell for like a day. Like I was sitting there, I was like taking a shit and it was like, I don't smell anything right now. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? So like I had some, what we're talking about, like, I legitimately, like, I I, I live in a small, like, little rural town, and I was like, Mm. I don't know what the fuck to do, so I legitimately went and bought horse paste, you can buy fucking horse paste, (laughs) (laughs) it was a thing, and I was like, and it's it's great, because, like, I looked it up, I'm a mammal, he's a mammal, so I just do my supposedly weight by it, so it tastes like shit. It's oh, disgusting. I and I was like this, was squeezing it, putting it in my mouth, and I was chasing it with whiskey. And I was snorting whiskey too, because I thought that would help my nose. And I don't know, like the next day, if my sense of smell was
1: back. I was fine. See, when I was sick in July, <laughs> I lost my sense of smell and taste, and I didn't get it back for three months. Ouch. So, but the second time, I did, you know, it was two days and I was fine. And today, just before like a half hour before we started recording, I went and got some and double dosed it, double dosed to zinc. And now I'm just going to sit here and, you know, figure and wait and see what happens because, um, you know, I, I have a relative that, um, I had to, we had to rush to the emergency room, um, the other night and she's in, um, the hospital right now waiting for gall to have her gallbladder removed. And I went to the hospital yesterday and I'm like, you know, I know a lot of people who are sick with it now and I do not want it. I'm like, give me a friggin' mask before I go in there. It, 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 let's just see if it'll help. <laughs> you know, I, I don't care at this point. So I went to the hospital w- with it and everything. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I can't wear this at all and everything. And, um, but you know, then I'm like, all right, did I go? And did I get it at the hospital? You know, even I wore the stupid mask for nothing, you know, cause it's like when I had it last year, I didn't want to go to the doctor because I was, you know, I was told that, you know, the doctor's the worst place that you can go that everybody's get, you know, everybody gets it going to the doctor. So it's like, while I'm getting sick, it's like, I don't want to, I want to get sick, you know, so, but, um, I'm not going anywhere near a doctor, but now they have monoclonal antibodies and everything. So, um, I know my, my buddy, Mark Claire, he had it recently and he went and got monoclonal antibodies and he said, he doesn't know if it worked or not, but he definitely started, started clearing up after he took them. So,
0: yeah dude i'm curious about monoclonal antibodies they you get them from other people right like there are there are things in blood cells like i think that they have to like harvest that from people so people have to like give their like i don't know something and then i'm just worried like I'm not fucking getting any blood transfusions. I'd rather die. I'm not getting anything. I don't want any of these fucking spike proteins, man. I'm fucking worried about that shit. I don't, I don't know if you can get spike proteins through monoclonal antibodies. I should fucking look that up. But like, I'd be nervous to take anything that comes out of other people's bodies at this point. It's fucking
1: weird, dude. The person I get my stuff from to treat it, I trust one uh, implicitly. So, and they're a professional. So, um, yeah. I That's recently had I'm surgery
0: not- on my wrist and uh, that was like one of the big things. Like, like they're not going to fucking kill you with a surgery on your wrist, but just in case you have, you have to sign up or like, are you going to be an organ donor? Or are you going to fucking, you're going to let people do the blood transfusion? I was like, no. And no, I yeah. don't trust the organ donor shit. Like I've heard so many times that like, like you you're on the fence and they're like, eh, yeah. but if we kill him, his organs are nice and fresh right now. So yep. they'll fucking you pull the hurt. plug on yeah. you quicker.
1: Yeah. No, I've heard the same thing too. That um yeah, that worries me. I do not like I do not trust doctors. People people think that doctors are like these like they they go back to school every week. And it's like, no, I mean, if, if a doctor, if somebody has been a doctor for 30 years, I mean, how much re how much reeducation do you think they get? You know, it's like I remember listening to the Highwire, to Del Degree's High Highwire and they were talking about somebody who um Know, who was a who was a doctor and they asked him they said well how much um training do you get in in medical school about vaccines and they said literally like a day and a half and everything else they learned they learned from pharmaceutical reps
0: yeah so, yeah okay. and then i'm sure what they learned is like look how amazing these are we cure polio we definitely didn't give anybody like monkey cancer
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Monkeypox, I mean, I just had another Twitter account um, nuked just because I like put a sentence talking about one of my articles. I quoted one of my articles and linked to it. And I say, you know, it, what they should do is they should inform the gay community that when it comes to Monkeypox, they are the super spreaders. And that got that got my account nuked. That's and funny. Like a week later, what happens? You know, um, I forget which. Uh, I think it was NBC came out and said, "Yeah, pretty much. It's just the gay community who's getting monkeypox." And um, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, well, um, can I have my account back? No, of course not, because you were mean. And plus, you know that's stupid. Plus, meme. my friends aren't in charge. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, do you know that stupid meme? It's like, uh, it's like, meanwhile, somewhere, and it says, "Wait a minute, this isn't democracy. This is anal sex." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like, I love something. that one. Yeah. Well, I was like, I may, I turned that fucking meme and was like. Wait a minute, this isn't democracy. You're giving me monkeypox and then I like oh. put a bunch of this. <laughs> how do you not get how do you not get suspended for that? I do I probably got like eight retweets or something, that's why, because like I have no fucking I I don't have a fucking audience on fucking Twitter. I have like twelve hundred followers or something stupid. Yeah, my new account. I'm so to, I fly I'm under the radar. 2,
1: so yeah. <laughs> you know, it'll 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 do what happened with the last With with, with the last four, I'll get up to like 16,000 followers, then it'll get nuked. (laughs) Yep. If I had my original account, I'd be over like 100,000 followers by now. I'm almost convinced that would happen, but eh, what can you do? It's just, it's Twitter and, like I said, my friends aren't in charge. So (laughs) It's a fun ride, man. At least you have a fucking, it's like a fucking, what the hell do you call it? It's like, you go all the way up to the top and then you fucking get, yeah, get fucking nuked. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm actually the Facebook account that I'm using right now is my original Facebook account from like 2008, 2009. The one that I made at the beginning of 2018 just to promote the show and promote everything. They didn't even nuke it. They basically made it so that I couldn't like sign into it. And they said, well, you have to verify your phone number. And I verified my phone number. And they're like, okay, well, um, we'll let you know in seven days. You know, if, if everything checks out. And like 14 days later, I'm like, is everything checking out no response and then like a month later it's like well you can't even sign in you can't even use your password or email and everything so it's like this passive aggressive thing that they um they did where it's like well we're not just gonna it's not like twitter who's who just like yells at you you know i just got off of a 12-hour suspension for calling um for calling amy schumer a skank and it was like i got 12 hours for that for telling the truth and it's always me telling the truth that, that i get suspended for um, but, you know, I'm like watching all this stuff while I'm uh, while I'm suspended. And I'm like, I, I want to make this tweet so bad. I want to make this tweet so bad. And so you like pile up, you know, you like pile up memes and everything like that. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's um, I, I said this, if Twitter like didn't censor, like if Twitter was 100 percent, like you could say what you want. Twitter would be right-wing within a month. The right would control it. A week. Cause, yeah, cause, <laughs> because whenever, when, whenever barriers are lifted, whenever um, censorship is removed, the right always wins. Always wins. It, Yeah,
0: it's fucking funny, man. It's true. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, so... It's so funny, the whole left-wing, right-wing paradigm. And I, I don't know, like, I know it's silly to fall into it, but then that there is something actually to it. And it's like, it's like the the weird freaks that are uh, the elitists that are in charge. It's not that they're not right-wing. It's that, that they pretend that they're left-wing. They're, it's like this weird, like, because they're right-wing authoritarians too. They're just like have their own fucking agenda. And they pretend that they love trans and queers and this and that and the other. Yeah. And it's like it's like right-wingers that are honest are the ones that get fucking, they yeah. get nuked and, and attacked.
1: Well, you know, you also have to, when you're talking about the difference between right-wing and left-wing, um, immediately, because we are, we've been programmed through school and, every, you know, through their government schools and everything and the press and everyone, people automatically think Republican-Democrat. That's not what I talk about when I talk about right-wing, left-wing. I talk about <laughs> culture. Um, you know, when you go to, when you go to a small town in Southern Ohio, um, that's all white and um, nobody closes their doors at night. And like, it's the one of the most libertarian places you can live because like everybody knows it's like, all right, don't speed, don't speed, you know, next to old man, old man foreman's, you know, um, farm and everything. And they just police themselves basically. And the chief of police you went to school with. And that's, that's that's right-wing okay let's talk about the places in the united states that are left-wing culturally and politically because if it's culturally if it's politically left-wing it's going to be culturally left wing um you know they say cultures politics is downstream from culture that's not true culture is downstream from power so whoever has power is basically creating the culture and i mean does anyone want to live in chicago I mean, in like, you know, towards the South side or something like that. Does anyone want to live in the Bronx? You know, certain parts of Brooklyn. I mean, New York has been, was cleaned up. Well, up until 2022 and up until 2020, when they told the police to stop policing and the murder rate shot up for the first time in two decades there. So, you know, to me, right wing and left wing is just basically chaos versus order. Where would you rather live? Would you rather live in an orderly little town in Southern Indiana um, you know, in farm country where, you know, all your neighbors, you you can walk out your back door and start shooting at targets. Or do you want to live in friggin' Los Angeles where there are tent cities everywhere?
0: Yeah, that's what I did. I did that a few, uh, I guess it was a year ago, actually a year ago and a month, a year ago and a month. I lived and the outskirts of Portland, like on the West side. And it was pretty fucking gnarly, dude. There was like crackheads and fucking you,
1: hookers and people. Did you ever carrying. contact me
0: once?
1: Did you ever contact Probably. me Probably, Because somebody contacted me who like lived right outside of Portland. And he's like, dude, they're coming. They're going to be coming down my street and I don't know what to do. I have guns, but if I use them, I'm going to get, I have no idea what to do. And I'm just like, man, I mean, if, it, if it's life and death, you know, shoot. You know, yeah, he had to con- shoot. deal with the consequences later. But yeah, I mean, also, you know, Sam Francis, Samuel T. Francis um, was a great writer, died way too soon in 2004. And he came up with the idea of a narco tyranny. And what a narco tyranny is, is basically the it's gotten to the point where the government can't and is not willing to police crime anymore. And in many cases, they will foment it. And that's what we see now after 2020, especially after the summer of love and the summer of George, the um, we see that, you know, and then when you read about George Soros's DAs, which is not, I mean, I love people say that's a conspiracy theory. I'm like, He wrote a, he said it, (laughs) he said he was doing it, you know? And And those people will proudly, they're fucking getting shit tons of money from the open
0: Societies foundation. That's Mm -hmm. George Soros. There's not a fucking conspiracy theory. Those people are getting
1: goo gobs of hundreds of thousands of dollars for their campaign. And did you see the state attorney in Florida that DeSantis went, he's a, he's, he's Soros funded. He's fired. And he sent the police there just in case he didn't want to leave. And it's like base DeSantis again. You know yeah. What I mean I, I I don't, you know, DeSantis is one of those people who is a real enigma. You know, I'm his um his vocal, it's lover, hard to tell. His vocal yeah. love of Israel is, you know, my biggest yeah. is, is my biggest problem uh with him. Um even more so than the military that he was a SEAL and that he was a soldier. I, I don't even care about that anymore. This stuff doesn't mean anything. It's like there's some all half of my friends work too, so it's like, what am I yeah. gonna shit on them? Um and I'm just like, uh, I mean, he's doing some great things for Florida. Let's put it that way. He's doing some great things for Florida. You know, and anybody who wants to be like, well, you know, there was lockdowns. And I'm, I'm just done with these lawbirds. They're just they're these law libertarians who are just like, well, if you give somebody power, if you increase power, what happens when they get power? And I'm like, make sure they don't get power. Change the rules. The left does it all the time. Use their fucking playbook. What is fucking wrong with you, you pussies? Playbook, play play <laughs> yeah. by their you know, they're the ones who are winning. Okay. Do you want to win? Do you want to lose? Do you want to be the most principled principal person on a boxcar? You know, fuck your principles. Yeah. When, when fuck your principles when you know friggin' Antifa has AR 15s in Texas and they're guarding a friggin' drag show where kids are where dr- where drag queens are performing for kids. And they're guarding, and Antifa's out there with AR-15s. Dude, so God no bless Alex Stein for it. at least trying to walk in there, dude. That guy has some balls of fucking steel. Well, I, he no, tried just, to get he, in, he and they just pushed insane. him out. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's just crazy. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have insane. There's still some insane people left out there with sense. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we need those people. Those, are, you know, they um they help push push things forward they push the envelope and um, it allows other people to walk through but you know I mean we're basically at the point now where if we don't get people in in power who are willing to use power and willing to play as dirty as the left and even dirtier then I mean I don't know where this country goes I've been reading a lot about the Weimar Republic um, you know most people when they hear the Weimar Republic they think of like hyperinflation how they inflated the money wheelbarrows full of money. Well, how about transgender clinics and transgender children? And that's and, where they started it, right? Isn't yep. that like the beginning? Yep. yep. And male, female, and child prostitution in the streets, and basically that the the KDP, the the German uh, Communist Party, was basically roaming the streets and enforcing this and like forcing this stuff, to, enforcing the degeneracy, you know, that, that was happening, and then you know. What happens? Well, you do that and some people decide we can't take this anymore. And you have people that rise up and they do stuff to you know, make sure that this doesn't make sure that this stops. Yeah,
0: that was something that Stefan Molyneux said like years ago. I, I haven't listened to Stefan Molyneux in a long time. I probably should check him out and see what he's up to. But it's uh, un- something un- that he had he's said
1: un- unauthorized
0: TV. Unauthorized TV. okay i should check him out um but like one thing that he had said that like it made perfect fucking sense to me he goes like fascism is always a reaction he goes, a fascism arises out of you letting the left go fucking nuts like mm-hmm. it's always the right-wing reaction to you letting the fucking communists go too far and so then there is that that there's that reverse that has to happen there has to be that counter to it you know and um and so his argument was like, look, we need to stop the leftist, crazy fucking psychos that are doing this to kids, doing all this nutty shit now, here, now, or mm-hmm. else we're going to get
1: something that's going to be very ugly out of the right. because oh, and it, it's too late. We'll have it. Yeah. it and, and he was right back then, but it's too late now. It, you, it, it can't be reversed. It's not going to be reversed without um, a strong man rising up, a Caesar, a, you know, a Red Caesar or something like that. And, you know, I would tell people that when this person rises up, you will recognize him. Don't get on his bad side. He's doing the work that you want done. Just don't get on his bad side. You know, it, will, get out die. Of his way. <laughs> it will die back. It will but die back down. If you hate this trans agenda, if you hate this, you know, um, kindergarten kids being taught about gay sex, you know, in government schools, yeah. you hate this stuff. Somebody is going to come along and they're going to change it. Well, so there's
0: always this fucking, know. there's this, there's always this thing in me because I'm still autistic. I'm still a fucking goofy libertarian in, at my core, you know, and I'm always like, I don't really, because dude, I, I live outside of Portland still. I, I just moved up north. i moved to a rural county, but like, okay. I'm still 45 minutes from Portland, right? No. But it's safe enough where I have yeah. like, my, my population is like 8,000 people. Mm -hmm. Everybody has guns. Everybody has Trump flags. Everybody, this is like a fucking little right wing, little, nice little area. And there's enough of a divide to get to Portland that like hobos don't come here. Like there's two homeless people in our town and we know them by name. You know what I mean? They probably grew up here. Like we don't have, we don't have fucking tents. And if there were a bunch of shit kickers would fucking (laughs) take care of it. Like there wouldn't be. So, uh, so, but what I was saying is like there's always that fucking divide where I'm like, I, because, I, like I said, I have I have friends that are transitioning right now. I have some friends that are fucking transitioning right now. And I have that whole thing where I'm like, I, I want to let an adult do what an adult wants to do with their body. Because ultimately, I do think that you are, like, even if this is all a fucking simulation, and this is all a bunch of bullshit, and we're all just, like, in this, like, goofball thing, you're still in charge of you. You get to make your own fucking choices, even if you get to put a bullet in your head. Like, whatever. I might suggest to my friend, probably cut it out with the fucking sex hormones and shit. Cause like, I don't think you're going to be any happier after you. And I do, I've had those conversations, with them, but like it, it, whatever, but it's when they fucking, it's allowing that behavior, I guess. And it, is it the behavior itself? Because like we've had it for decades and decades and decades and probably for a long ass time where there was that, there was that little underground culture of like drag Queens, weirdos that just wanted to be like homos, just had fun and just like, i you know, all that stuff was fun. Like I used to do, like when I was a teenager, I used to go to Rocky horror picture show. I won a costume contest. I shook my balls and showed my dick on stage and just had a good time in a skirt. Like I thought that was funny as hell. And I won a lollipop. That was my grand prize. Uh, But like, At some point, yeah, at some point it's like, it's, is it the media that's pushing it? Like, what is it that makes it like crosses the line to that toxic fucking level? Like, obviously when it gets to kids, it's like, it's that fucking, there's something that makes it like, okay, this is just the allowable goofballs. We let them do that in the background to that absolutely becoming almost the mainstream. And now you have almost 20% of the fucking, like the zoomer generation are fucking trannies like there's there's something like what what is our real enemy is it like our uncle Phil that wants to be called uh you know like Susan now and he just wants to like grow tits and still have a dick like like I don't like I don't really care if aunt Th- like aunt Susan wants to fucking be a fucking disgusting de- degenerate but I don't want like my kids to think that's cool
1: yeah you know what I mean it's like I'm a lot older than you so I I can't yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I came up at a time when basically um you knew that there were gay people. And every once in a while there were drag shows in places that were private. It was they were drag clubs. They were for it was just these people who went there and they They didn't want to be around kids they didn't want to you know i have i have an uncle he's still alive he's in his 70s and he's gay he knew his whole life he was gay i knew my whole life that he was gay um all he ever wanted to do was just have a relationship and live go to work every day and go home he didn't care about politics he didn't care about gay rights or anything like that of course he didn't want to get bashed or anything like that and that did happen back then um in new york in new york city um quite often but i mean he's a big guy too is like is be really stupid to mess with him um and it was just it was underground it, they had their own bars they went there it was underground and it was people were like isn't it funner that really, way don't really yeah don't yeah yeah <laughs> don't really people are like don't really like it and every that it exists but hey at least they're not coming in into the mainstream and i remember in when reagan got elected and and took office in 1981 that you know, I was a kid and I remember there was this big backlash because he had allowed the moral majority and you know the Jerry Falwells of the world to come in and you know the Billy Graham. He spoke very well of Billy Graham and people like that. And like the left was like losing their shit because they're like, Well, we you know, we have a separation of church and state, which is is not was a freaking letter that that in a letter that thomas jefferson wrote it wasn't like in doctrine it wasn't in a law it was from a fucking letter and um so they like freaked out and basically what they were saying at that time was you know gay gay people had just there was just like this most people don't know that in the 70s san francisco was one of the most conservative towns around i mean there was a law that gay people couldn't be teachers and then there was this huge there was there was a bunch of like um there were a bunch of people who started to become activists and a lot of the gay community did not like that. Look into Harvey, look into the whole, everything that happened with Harvey Milk. And basically they pushed it. And the moral majority was like, well, if it starts in that big city, California is always the testing ground for everything. So seatbelt laws, everything you can think of. Um, It always starts in California. It's a, it's a, you know, it's like a friggin." a peach tree dish for the rest of the country. And there, and the moral majority came in there in 81 and said, this is a slippery slope. They are not going to stop here until they are, they have political legitimate legitimization and political power. Well, I mean, and then you look at, look at um, 2008, Obama and McCain, both of them are against gay marriage in the four, next four years. It changes, and the culture is like, ah, we don't really care about gay marriage. So Obama's like, gay marriage. And then they basically, by fiat, they legalize gay marriage. And a lot of people were saying, this is a slippery slope. It's going to lead to other things. And what do we have 10 years later? You know, 10 years after 2012, after the election of Barack Obama again, what do we have? Friggin' Drag Queen Story Hour? Um, gay kindergarten teachers? That's something that I've written about Because I'm I'm old enough to remember when all kindergarten teachers were like women, and they were like they were either young single women who were looking for husbands, or they were old spinster, old spinster women. Yeah. Now they're
0: worst. Now they're such (laughs) bitches.
1: Well, I'd rather have (laughs) the the ones I grew up up with. Yeah, I'd rather have that than the thirty-year-old gay man who's telling you about him and his him and his husband going paddleboarding on the weekends. I mean, why do (laughs) you know? I know what you say about you just want to let, let people leave people alone to do what they want and everything but it never works out it just it never it, works they, out
0: yeah they
1: always it's when the government
0: gets money. involved it's when the government starts passing weird fucking laws like the whole thing is like that's because like, somebody
1: gets power that's why yeah. you, you people like you and me have to have power you yeah. don't want and and you and I don't want power that's the thing is we're like we got lives to live out here, man. We're doing, you know, we're working, we're doing stuff. You know, we're not, we don't want this kind of power, but people like you and I are going to have to want power and wield it and crush these people. I mean, literally, I mean, I'm at the point where I honestly believe that a lot of these people, they're not only going to have to be crushed, but they're going to have to have their fortunes taken away from them. They're going to have to be deracinated. We're going to send them to like North North Korea kind of conditions. Like I, my idea was you empty out the Indian reservations and say, come on out y'all you know i mean sorry about that um and you put these people in the indian reservations and the only electricity they get is defense around it <laughs> yeah and then you put and then you put cameras in you, you face cameras in and you sell that and that's how you make your taxes you sell it as a um like a pay-per-view kind of a continuous like kind of cable tv where you get to watch these reality lefties. TV, like, you yeah. get to watch Anderson Cooper and you get to watch um, the Brian Stetlers of the world, you know, try to start a fire. <laughs> that's that's my vision for the that's my vision for the future. I think that's the only way it's we a survive. beautiful
0: one, man. Yeah. How do we survive. do that? I mean, how do we have our own little French
1: revolution where we well, just it, get it out can't. the guillotines and you yeah. can't, it can't be that way. It has yeah. to be done politically. It has to be done yeah. using, using, using power that the overwhelming majority of like normies are like, well, I mean, they got power fair and square. You know, it's like, I've always talked about how, you know, I've talked a lot about small towns and taking over small towns, taking over the government, privatizing a lot of stuff, especially the schools. And then, you know, having, you got to have the sheriff on your side and, you know, and yeah. most people don't know that like, you the, have to be the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sure, maybe. But you, you know, you have the ATF or you have like the DEA. These people, these or companies, they are so underfunded that they cannot, and they can't operate in local areas without the help of local law enforcement. So, mm-hmm. you know, my idea was, you know, you, you hey, the, the ATF is coming, or how about the CDC? The CDC is coming in to force vaccinate everybody. You deputize. All the men who are veterans or you know on shooting teams and you know know how to use a weapon, and you meet them at the friggin the border of the town, and you're like, "We're not going to help you, and if you cross this border, that ditch we dug over there that's your eternal resting place,
0: yeah go. Yeah. I mean, I always looked at, have you ever seen that? I'm sure you have that that uh, documentary on Netflix called Wild Wild Country where yeah, the yeah. Rajneesh Nish yeah. guys, like I was like, yeah, like uh, we can have the less kooky version of that, but yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. We, yeah and like because it, be right it, 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 it has to it be, has right, to be wing, right wing, explicitly right wing. Yes. Yeah. And because in some, in some tiny places all it takes is 400 people to incorporate into and make it into a town. Right. And so I put Pete as you're the fucking mayor. Uh, I'll be the postmaster. We'll have like, we'll have Andrew be the sheriff. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll do something like that. Like, like in a small way in a small little tiny town in Idaho or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you be the sheriff. But yeah, you could do, I mean, you can do that. I mean, you can do, I mean, and here's what I know about people. And I learned this in 2020. It's, People are just they want to go along to get a, to get along and they will take a lot. So if you go and you like you, say you have a town of a thousand people and you get like 10 people together to get elected and you basically take it over and you change the politics and you you know start privatizing stuff. Ninety five percent of those people are just going to go along to get along. They're not going to argue there. My life's the same. So maybe it's a, a couple things that are a little different, you know, I mean, the police officers are actually stopping crimes, you know, because they're, yeah. now that now the police are privately owned and you can fire them if they fuck up, you know, and you could hire as many as you want, as long as you can afford it. Um, it's more like a private defense force. And you have private you have schools that are more run like homeschooling pods and things like that. And people, people would be, you know, it would just be the leftists, you know, and you, if you have any leftists left over, say you have 5%, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy. We're going to pay you to leave. We're going to give you the money that you need to go somewhere that, you know, is more suitable to you. Okay. Well, you don't want to go because you're stubborn. Well, now your local tax, your, your property tax is 70%. Yeah.
0: Okay. Or all yeah. Right. And, and in addition to that, we're all fucking shunning you. You're yep. not allowed to. Yeah, yeah You're not fucking Change. coming to my store. You can't shop here. Yeah. You're not allowed and on very, my fucking property. Yeah.
1: And and if they happen to grow their own food, the very last thing is you invest in a couple of helicopters. <laughs> 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 Hoppa answers the chat and, you know, we're going to have to de- defenestrate you from, uh, you know, we'll, re- we'll, re- we'll reinterpret the, the term defenestration. I mean, um, out of a helicopter. You know, I'm I'm sorry you know I mean it's just this is the way it's gonna have to be these people have they've gone too far they've gone too far they just you know we just wanted to get married we just want gay you know we you know remember the libertarians oh we just want you know gay people to be married and to be able to protect their pot, farms their pot with, crops with their yeah, automatic their crops, machine their automatic guns machine guns and, yeah well you know and that was heart. a beautiful vision
0: you yeah. know, that was a and fucking there,
1: beautiful vision. And and there are a lot of gay people out there. The overwhelming majority of gay people are not, aren't in, involved in this radical politics.
0: Dude, but I got some gay friends that are
1: right wing as fuck.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, One of my friends is kind of tranny. Uh, not kind of tranny. He's, he's got tits now. Uh, he's right wing as fuck. He wants to go back to, he wants to like live in a small town. He wants sheriff. He wants order. He wants this and that. And he also wants to like do things to dudes or whatever. And, and whatever. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Caitlyn Jenner a little bit, but a little bit more
1: extreme. Uh, well, yeah, as long as they're on, (laughs) as long as they are on the right side of the friend enemy distinction, who cares? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, you know, the, the, one of the most radical right wing people I know is, is a tranny. I mean, like, quotes you know can can quote francis parker yaqui can quote you know all the people that are considered to be fascists and i have stayed with me a couple days here yeah. at You know, it's like i don't care it's like i mean just whose side are you on and it's like a lot of people and i think you're going to start seeing a backlash from um the the gay communities and the trans communities towards these people, because I think some of them are really starting to understand that they're that the radicals among them, the real radicals among them are pushing too far. And that it's going Well, and they're come, also fucking snakes, and they don't believe any of it. Like those people are just fucking
0: snakes. I mean, it's the same thing with like, like uh, Malcolm X, where he'd be like, "I trust the fucking conservatives. At least they call me an N word to my face." Yeah, right. Exactly. Because he's like, "You Love guys that. are fucking snakes, and you guys are just like fucking stabbing me in the back and pretending to be my ally." And it's the same thing for like, do you think that? that kid sniffer pedophile that's in charge right now that he's like fucking brain dead. Do you think he's actually on your side? Do you think he gives a fuck about you? Like he's a, he's a giant piece of shit. Yeah. Like he doesn't give two fuck. He cares about power. That was what I was trying to say earlier was like, these people are right wing authoritarians because like, how do they live in their own lives? They have order. They have like, they're, they're like fucking psychopaths. They're just like preaching this bullshit to morons. And these morons are eating it up. It's like it's like okay, yeah, free. We want to give you free healthcare. We want to give you like free fucking schooling. We want to fucking you know do all this, and it, it's just to the point now. It's like at one point Americans were smart enough that we understood that that was economic warfare. Like we think about like back in the fucking uh, colonial days when America had finally fucking won its independence. What did what did Britain do to fuck with us? They they put up a bunch of counterfeit money and flooded our fucking. Uh, our country with it to, like, fuck us over economically and, like, cause crazy inflation, fucked up our economy. And now we're, like, praising it. Like, we saw it as economic, economic warfare then. And we knew what the fuck it was. And now we're like, yeah! Like, you want to give me some more fucking bucks? Like, it's there. we are retards. Yep. And nope, we're and asking
1: for it at this point. And let's just say <laughs> that that was totally based on their part. It was, that was genius. You know, that that's some genius warfare right there where you don't have to fight a shot. You know, (laughs) you'd have to find silent weapons
0: for quiet wars, man. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Great. That's a great document. I've been wanting to read that on my, um, on my podcast, um, just to see how people react to it who haven't heard it before. I read that. I read that like 15 years ago for the first time. And, um, yeah, but the, um, yeah. And I mean, get Aaron I think on
0: again and do and do that. That's what I want. Time. That's what I want. But oh, he has yeah. that
1: new job. You know, he has that new yeah. job where he's working a lot of hours and everything. And then when I get him on, the guys from Timeline Earth get pissed off because he comes on my show rent more readily than he goes on his own show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had him on not that long ago with my buddy Adam. We did fuck, marry, kill with celebrities and politicians. God
1: damn, did that get debaucherous and goofy? That was oh, a fun ass time. Well, it, yeah. Yeah. He is. He I love just, Aaron. The stuff that he comes up with off the top of his head to make you cringe is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that, the sign of a true talent is somebody that can make you cringe. Like, cr- I mean, yeah, you know, it's hard to make me cringe unless you're doing like leftist stuff. But if you're like on my side and you can make me cringe, all right, you're yeah, you're all right in my book. You know, that's my entertainment. <laughs>
0: dude who is that i can't think of their name right now uh dude turning to a chick uh was in the military um you know who i'm chelsea talking about manning. high level oh no, no no no! i like it
1: actually i like chelsea manning oh back, you're talking but... about um 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 the um oh my god i i know some that. sort of attorney
0: something or other general yeah, yeah whatever yeah. whatever
1: it is it was in pennsylvania um rachel levine yeah rachel Levin. <laughs> Yeah.
0: God damn! The things that Aaron came up to talk about what he would do to Rachel
1: Levine it was so goddamn awful. <laughs> I hope it was not sexual, right? Was it? Oh, <laughs> debauchery! Oh I'm gonna have to it was listen. Oh, yeah. it was, it's a good oh. one, dude. Yeah, the um, that the, you know, and and look at the clown show that is, and then there's that other guy, that guy with, where, who wears high heels and has like the mohawk. The, yeah. the Department, of, Department of Energy guy, and it's like he
0: was on there too. We talked about him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like how do you how do you take these people seriously
0: anymore he's literally like in a gimp suit with dog ears and shit and we're like oh yeah this is a professional that we need to be he's like in charge of the nuclear energy bullshit like
1: why would russia invade ukraine knowing that you know ukraine is such a basically a friggin place that the that united states politicians used to get rich and just fucking it's a place that they fleece you know why would Dude, russia feel the like they could just one walk
0: place too for human for trafficking, human trafficking?
1: You, the, uh, people don't realize about this ukraine is a shithole i'm my half of my family my mother's and I, I i just you know if you look at my ancestry.com i was stupid enough to do ancestry.com <laughs> like five or six years ago um so like i'm half from that area from the, the corner of like poland russia slovakia and where ukraine meet and everything so and i'm like and you know, I grew up you know, hearing stories about Ukraine, hearing stories about Holodomor and everything. And I'm looking at that at the country now and what it's become. It's not even a country. It's part of Russia. Come on, stop it. Um, and I'm looking at what it's become and I'm like, turn it to glass. Yeah. Turn it it's the glass. wild west of Russia. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, turn it to glass. It's like, I mean, and but the point I brought up about Russia is Putin would have wouldn't have done this if Trump was in office. No. But what, what what do you do? You look across the pond and you see oh, they just hired a guy in a wig. Oh, to, to be like you know, the head of health. Oh, they just hired a friggin' freak show, you know, like something, you know, out of the out of the movie Freaks to be the head of nuclear waste disposal. Yeah. I mean it's like well, I mean, this crumbling empire. I mean, you, you, look at the military. I mean, I'm hearing stories from the military and it's like, and everybody's like, please, let's not get into a hot war. Let's not get into a ground war. It's like they're openly trying to recruit trainees to come in. They're like trying <laughs> to be as diverse as possible. I mean, it, if they're not trying to destroy the country on purpose, I mean, th- then look at anyone who wants to see how the, the way it would be destroyed. Yeah. You know, this is how you do it. Well, see, that's the whole
0: thing. It's like that people just keep like the people like the uh, John Stossels of the world, those type of libertarians would be like, government is just so stupid. Why would they, why would they do that? And I'm like, these people are, are not stupid. These people are doing this on purpose. And it's those kind of libertarians that are just like, well, golly gee, why would they just do the absolute worst thing that they could?
1: Yeah. You know, well,
0: you're like we just <laughs> need to tweak
1: it. No, what we need to do is we need to go in there and firebomb, you know, somebody needs to go in there and politically firebomb the whole thing, take it down and strip it completely out, um, you know, down to like if you were doing a, a complete a mod on a car, you take it down to the frame and then you take the frame and you friggin you sandblast the frame to get any you know hints of rust off of there and everything. Like that. That's literally what needs to be done with the government. And then you build it back up in a right wing structure. You build it back up like, I don't know, Rome. <laughs> you know that that kind of structure that you know lasted for how many how many years you know how many how long and that's where you go with it i mean i think you can still i think there is still room in the future for local autonomy um i think that as long as you're friendly to the regime and you're you know if the regime is right wing and you're right wing and you know you're willing to you know give your tribute whether however that looks and everything um but you know thinking that there's going to be libertarian societies and anarcho capitalism and stuff like that I mean that's why I don't even talk about that stuff anymore because um you know like I, I was trying to figure out how to explain it it's like well why wouldn't you talk about you know the fact that okay and the fed and the DEa and the ATF and let's get let's get to a anarcho- let's get to an anarchist society and I'm like well because so recently, I've, I've really started looking at my health and looking at what I'm eating um, and exercising more, you know, and I hey, said, thanks, I set a goal weight, and you know, I'm down 10 pounds, I have a bunch more to go for. But what I did was I made it so that I know that I was at this weight in the last five years. So I know that I can get I know it's achievable. And I know that the way I, the way I've set up my eating regimen, it's foods that I like. So I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be tempted to cheat and do things like that. Well, that's all well and good, but what if I said, okay, I need to get down to this weight. I'm going to eat this. And you know, I'm looking at this kind of muscle mass. This is what I want my BMI to be. And I want to be 25 again. Okay. Well, I just, put something out there that is. Completely- While you're at it, I want
0: my dick two inches longer.
1: Yeah. Than, uh- <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is when people are like, and the fed, I mean, which is you, you really thinking end the fed and you might, who knows? I mean, we just had a Roe v. Way overturned. A lot of things can happen. And um, the DEA, I don't think that's going to happen. And the ATF, that's the one I would really like to see, but no, the fed more than anything, because that's the biggest problem. Um, and then end the government. That's the same thing as me saying I want to be twenty-five again. Why would I even talk about that anymore? Why would that be something that I would bring up? Why would why am I wasting my breath talking about anarchism when it's something that's absolutely impossible? Well, because it's an ideal. Well, my ideal is I want to be twenty-five again. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So stop fucking talking about it. Concentrate on what works in the in the in the real world in the practical world, and stop being retarded. I mean, just yeah and I was hey and the reason I can say this is because I used to do this this used to be me this is the stupidity that I used to that used to come out of my mouths out of my mouth to yeah my mouth uh, so you know maybe listen to me you know it's not I didn't turn my back on it because I'm like to make more money because I make less money now than I did when I was talking about anarcho narco-capitalism okay you know from donors and things you know and patreon and my my website and my sub stack, I make less money now. It wasn't a grift that I was like, Oh, I'm going to give up on libertarianism. I could be making a lot more money right now than I was making at the time I made the turn. If I would have just stopped, if I would have just continued lying to myself. Yeah, but I'm not one of those people. That's not me. You know, it's like, I want to, I'm searching for the truth. I'm trying to see exactly how the world works. How it would work What we can do if we want, if somebody wants to defeat these complete friggin' psychos that are in power, how do we do it? And how do we start out doing it? How do we, you know, what's the first step? And, you know, yeah, it was, people say that all the time. Oh, you just, you know, because one of the, the main problems is, and people fall into this all the time, and even conspiracy people fall into this all the time, is you make it your identity libertarians and anarchists, they make it about their identity. It's like that becomes your identity so that if you criticize it, you're actually criticizing who they are. And then there, those two things tend to be based in morality. So you're attacking, you're basically saying if you're going against, they, um, if if you're like, yeah, well, I mean, getting rid of the government's not going to work. So we're just gonna have to figure out the best government possible. Well, that's immoral. Well, how do you argue with somebody who's telling you you're immoral? Yeah. But they're living, but but they're living in a world that just doesn't exist. You're not going to get rid of the government. Even Walter that was Block, my first... the biggest anarcho capitalist on the planet. Yeah, Walter Block said it's not going to happen without an evolutionary shift at this point. Yeah, I
0: love Walter Block, man.
1: I've got to meet him once, and that was
0: fucking awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Matt, I think was when you first had him on. That was my biggest first giant fucking red pill when he was just talking about it he was like man libertarians would rather fucking die than they would literally rather die than just then 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 go against their principles in that whole like thought experiment he was like if you could change how everyone else thought about you know like you could make them think the way that you wanted them to like at the press of a button and would you do it and then every single one of my libertarian friends was like no and I was like, then <laughs> I was like, all right. It was like, I mean, it really reminded me of the Rothbard button, right? Yeah. Are you going to press that fucking button so hard your finger breaks? You know? Um, and it was like, well, Rothbard was on board. He was like, we like, if you could end the government today, right this second, it all shatters and falls apart when you press that button so hard that your finger breaks. Like, and now, like, you ask somebody, well, does that violate the NAP? And then they have to think about it and go, well, yeah, probably because. And you're like, God damn it, you fucking autistic piece of shit, you know? And so it's, yeah, man, I, I really respect what you're doing. I respect that your, con- your consistency and you following your principles. Like, dude, you were the fucking editor at the libertarian Institute and you fucking stepped down. Like, cause you wanted I, to I, fucking I, talk about I what you wanted fired. to talk about. <laughs> I, got, oh, I okay. literally
1: got fired. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. that, fine. It's just, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You deal with it and you know, you move forward. You just, yeah. You were just talking say, oh, about change, uncomfortable shit. Yeah. You change your, you, yeah. oh, you change, you change your mind all the time. I'm like, I Good. read something, I read something new. How, what am I supposed to do if I read something yeah. that contradicts what I already believe? Well, why do you believe that? Cause I believe it. It's like, I'm not living, you know, the, one of the biggest problems I have with libertarianism is it's this box and it's a six, side. it's a six, you're living within six walls. And if you'd start to drift outside of those walls and question things, your identity exists within those walls and everybody else who's living within the, who's existing within those walls. So they immediately start, like there was this, there was this guy, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't, I'm not going to give him any, any, um, you know, advertisement, but he's like, well, you're not an anarchist anymore. And I'm like, and, and so the reason why he thought that was a why he thought that that was gotcha. Insult, a gotcha <laughs> is because that's his identity. Yeah. It's who he is. And pretty much a lot of those people, that's all they have. A lot of them are very young. When you start going and looking online and, and, um, like looking on Twitter and looking at Facebook and seeing these people who are pushing anarchism, no gods, no masters, you know, the church, the church is responsible for more debts in history than the state is. And I'm like, that's not even true in the 20th century. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like the 20th century total is, is more than all centuries behind before that um, combined. And, um, you know, the, unless you want to call the, you like, the state know, a religion and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got well, it. Though. Well, the church, <laughs> the, the church, was the church was the state, you know, th- then you can bring up, well, you know, the church was a state back then. And then it's just like they they like lose their shit. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. So um, I just think I started seeing the world more clearly and I started seeing it more realistically. And I started I saw the world for what it was and not what I wanted it to be. And that's, I think that's the problem with a lot of people, a lot of ideological people. And I think that that is a problem with the left right now is that radical left that is pushing these agendas that we see as insane is they have power, and they're pushing to to make the world the way they envision the world should be. Now, do I have a problem with that? Because they got power and they're in power, so they should be able to do that. But I think it's immoral i think it's dangerous and i think it'll lead down the path to not only the destruction of i think like humanity is basically at at risk with these people in charge and i think that they need to be removed and the only way to do that is people are going to have to get power and they're going to have to become very machiavellian and become very caesar-like and they're going some if we were to if these people are to be defeated so a lot of people are going to be looking and going some bad stuff is going on right now they're going to be like you're going to be like they're they're immediately like the answers to what we have right now a lot of people are going to look at those and go i know this is the answer but i don't like it but you yeah know, it's like i mean any kind of prescription i hate taking um you know like I like I hate applying. Like if I get a cut or something, I hate applying anything to it. I usually apply stuff to it. This is natural as possible or whatever. But I mean, I hate it. Or putting alcohol on a wound. Well, it's got to hurt for. A, it's going to hurt for a little while. But in the end, everything will be better. And you know, I'd, I'm sorry. I'd rather live under a right wing authoritarian than a left wing authoritarian. I'm. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm. And that yeah. part of that part of that is because I'm right wing. I, I, and some I of think, that
0: was a realization to me as well. It was like, cause I used to be such a goofball. I'm not left wing or right wing, you know? And, and then I realized it was like, especially moving out here, it's like, I have, you know, I'm allowed to have preferences and I'm allowed to have a preference of who I'd rather have as my neighbor, you know? I do. I want some dude that has as many guns as I do. That just wants to barbecue and drink beer and just like talk about freedom. And maybe he worships the flag a little bit. He's a flag humper and a Trump, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay. Or do I want some fucking green haired psycho that's up in my gump, that hates my guns that wants my kids trans that wants to fucking do all these terrible things? Like, no, fuck you. I'd rat I I'll take the Trumper every single yeah, time. Every, every, time. Every, yeah, every single time.
1: There, there. At least you know. You know, Arn Arn McIntyre has a, had that thing on his pinned tweet forever that was um the people the people that want to be left alone are are always going to lose to the people who you know are just refuse to leave you alone. So you can want to be left alone all you want. But if you want to be left alone, you're gonna to have to be have the power to enforce that. You know, and I wrote an article about that recently that I haven't published anywhere yet. But and basically the ending of the article is me saying, Look, the right is always wanted, you know. Is always had to say, "Oh, I just want to be left alone." Well, if you want to just be left alone, the people in power are going to have to want to enforce that for you, because the people in power right now, if you're right wing, they hate you, they and they have said it. The president of the United States has said it in front of a friggin' set that looked like it was right out of *V for Vendetta*. Yeah, and yeah. it's like last night, you know, Jesus yeah, Christ! It's <laughs> like, why do you? I mean, it's like. Read the fucking room. They are te- They are not hiding how they feel about you. And it's that is just- the
0: best thing recently is they're out in the fucking
1: open. Oh, yeah. The mask is off. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So if you're going it's- to,
1: yeah, if you're going to, um, you know, they and and they're getting to the point too where they're not only going to go after the people like me that are explicitly right wing, they're going to go after the people who are like neutral. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're neutral, then you're on the side of the fascists. I mean, the Morgan, you know, even Morgenthau talked about that when he was coming up with the Morgenthau plan for Germany. It's like, well, we need to, we need to punish the German people for not taking out Hitler.
0: Well, talk talk to a fucking leftist, man. I have leftist friends. They'll tell you they hate liberals more than they hate conservatives or right wingers. They think they're fucking milk faggots, and they fucking hate them. Mm -hmm. that you will be like all you fucking people that put the black square in your fucking thing. And you talk about black lives matter and you like put the trans flag in your thing. And
1: yeah, yeah, the
0: Ukraine you think you're going to be up against the wall, getting your fucking brains blow out. If these people win, You are on the chopping block too, you stupid assholes, because they don't believe in any of the bullshit that you're pretending to believe in. Anyways, they believe in raw fucking power. And that's, I mean, that's really what it is. The authoritarian left, they will fucking paint any picture they want to like get your popular opinion. And then they will fucking put a bullet between
1: your head. Once they've consolidated power, it's based, those based commies, man. Yeah. well, (laughs) Well, I mean, and real commies too, you know, it's like, You know, it's why I read State and Revolution by Vladimir Lenin on my podcast. The whole thing, me and Aaron did, is I want people, people say, oh, this is communism. No, here's what they said. Listen to what they said. Listen to what they believe so that when you argue with a communist, you know what they believe, because most people I see arguing with communists don't know what communists believe. But not only that what they believe and what they want, but what they're willing to do, the amount of violence that they are, that they are promoting to get. I mean, talk about just killing whole swaths of people, and they did. Who yep. was what, one of the first groups that they killed when they took power after the October Revolution? The anarchists were the anarchists. Yeah, they fucking lined <laughs> them up against the wall, and they're like, "Well, these people aren't—you know—they're not interested in dictatorship of the proletariat. They—they they think that we should have anarchy now because we've taken over the state, and the state has fallen. And it's like, up, oh. bye." And, 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 um, what's her name? Um, no, I not um, um, Emma Goldman, Emma Goldman yeah. went to, after she was released from jail here, she went there and she saw what was happening and she complained about it to them. And they were like, this is what needs to Shut be done. And she, and she, yeah, she went back to the United <laughs> States and she basically like, if you read everything after like 1920 that she read, she's like, I still want communism, but it's going to have to be voluntary.
0: Yeah, and she yeah, saw what. I, there's a reason yeah. why I love Emma Goldman, dude.
1: She's my favorite comic. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, fucking a, brother. Well, thank you so much, Pete. Is there anything like you want to fucking tell my audience one more time? Anything about uh, well, plug it. plug away. And is there a last minute like thing that you want to tell my audience?
1: No, it's just um, man, it's we're we're in the cra. I, I'm I'm old and I've experienced a lot in this in this lifetime. And, you know, I was an adult on nine 11. You know, I watched, I knew exactly what was happening on 9 11. Um, what's happened in the last, since February of 2020, uh, since February of 2020, when that quote unquote virus came along, um, it's total, the world has changed. The world yeah. po- politics has changed. The world has changed. Um, I mean, just look at Russia. A lot of people are looking to Russia like the savior of mankind Because they are, they hate all this woke stuff and they fight against it and they're fighting against the American regime. Things have changed a lot. And you're going, if you're still sitting there and being like, well, you know, I'm, I'm very, I want to be very consistent. And my ideology is very important to me. Figure out if your ideology is going to win in the end, because if your ideology is not going to win in the end, you can just be cannon fodder for this. And you can just be taken out like that. They will do it. I mean. Yeah, we just, look at the, look at the rise in, in the amount of deaths that are happening just because, and it's no coincidence that this is after, you know, a yeah. big portion of the, a big portion of the population decided to stick government medicine into their arms. I have friends and family, young people,
0: uh, young women that were, you know, like one girl, 27 years old, uh, public school teacher, um, uh, really smart, healthy, like to go hiking, Heart attack, just huge,
1: exploded. No, you know, out of the fucking blue, you know, it's sad. Yeah, Yeah. and people ask me, um, like, I forget who asked. No, I remember who asked, but I'm not going to (laughs) mention. Like after after I got Delta, and I was down for three weeks in July of last year, July 2021, and I was having hallucinations. I was having vertigo. um, My lungs basically were shutting down, and everything. Do you regret not getting, you know, the jab? And I'm like. I'd rather die from this. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'd rather die yeah. from this. You know, it's like Yeah, I, I had
0: friends that were saying it's like, okay, at some point this is basically I had liberals telling me this is what we're gonna have to do with you people, is what they were saying to us. They're like, I'm gonna have to either point a gun at you or have a needle. And then you're like, you're gonna have to choose. That's what they were but this is literally what like, these these loving leftists were telling me. And I was like, I'll take the like, bullet to the head every time. Yeah, yeah. Fuck but you. you
1: <laughs> but you know what's crazy is even when I couldn't breathe. And, you know, my friend, my friend, Karen Keener, who was just on my podcast, she told me to go get a nebulizer and to start nebulizing hydrogen peroxide. Um, and it cleared up my lungs in like two days. Um, nice. I never once thought I was going to die. I never once thought it was going to kill me because I remembered having flus that completely like I w- couldn't even sleep because I couldn't breathe. You know, it was like, I was just so stuffed up from like a regular flu that I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, and and like well you know even then i had trouble even going up and down a flight of steps because my lungs were so had so much stuff in it why am why am i worrying about this and i was worried about it because i symptoms were coming and going and um well symptoms were would disappear and then new symptoms would happen but i never once thought i was going to die and after that it was like I literally i was like i'm never taking this jab there's no way you know and i got it with a bunch of people aaron and i got it from the same person at porkfest you know so yeah it's I
0: remember when that happened.
1: Yeah. It was a it was a, it, well what's funny is the um that was a mass uh a super spreader event, apparently. And um the shouldings conference over in England that just happened um not it might be this past weekend, um, which is more like a dissident right kind of conference. Apparently someone there had it and spread it to a bunch of people. So it's like <laughs> it's like, I don't know maybe maybe avoid crowds. I don't know, or you know, <laughs> I don't know at this point because i mean um it came out of a lab it doesn't mean that they're not going to release more to come out of a lab maybe they'll, just yeah. keep, maybe they'll just keep doing it so all right i know you gotta get going man all
0: right brother well thank you so much man uh this was a blast and uh yeah all my audience please go follow pete on his Substack. and uh yeah man thank you so much
1: brother thank you appreciate it nate